Hi everybody, I just want to give some further thoughts on the present situation, the present madness that we find ourselves in. Well, look what's happening in Australia. Man alive. Australia has been run almost like a police state for a, for a number of years now. If you have conversations with Australians who value liberty, then you will, you will have heard this repeated time and again. Um, as an Australian citizen, I can tell you that it's actually quite an oppressive country. It's an oppressive country because there are more stupid rules and regulations than any country on earth. I had a friend whose aunt came to visit him and got on a push bike, went on the push bike about 20 meters down the road, was stopped by the police and fined $300 because he didn't have a helmet on. This kind of absurdity. So when something like COVID-19 came along, why, I knew they would have an absolute field day with it. And they sure are having a field day. So the latest insanity, the latest madness, is that uh, three huge tower blocks have been completely blocked off in Melbourne. And effectively, martial law has been declared on these tower blocks. And these poor residents, there's all kinds of horrendous stories coming out, such as the fact that there was uh, a mother who couldn't go to see her baby in the hospital. This is how it is. There's actually police with guns on the outside of the, of the building, stopping people from leaving. It's absolute insanity. And why has this happened? This has happened because a number of people have tested positive with this test, which in any case is absolutely meaningless. And this is in a country where a hundred people have died, even if we accept the the main narrative with relation to COVID-19. A hundred people have died, uh, virtually nothing really in the grand scheme of things. And yet they've gone into this incredible martial law mentality which I fully expected would happen in Australia. It's utter madness. And what's happening with this is that if you do question the narrative, of course, you're treated as a complete loon because the evidence they tell us is absolutely overwhelming that this uh, thing is ravaging the world. It's a terrible pandemic. One of the worst things that's ever happened in the history of the universe, blah, blah, blah. Now, this is what they do if they believe something and are promoting it to the world and it's a, it's an absurdity they counter it by making ridiculous claims i.e. that the evidence for their lie is overwhelming we see it time and again we see it with evolution now if you think when I say that, what? Evolution? You're surely not questioning evolution. That shows the extent to which you've been had. Because whether or not you believe in evolution, what that reaction shows is that you are completely unaware that there are thousands of well-qualified scientists around the world who totally, vehemently oppose Darwinian evolution and they include physicists they include biologists they include chemists scientists of the highest order totally and utterly reject 
Darwinian evolution. I'm not a scientist. I studied biology as part of a Bachelor of Education degree. And I am yet to see one scrap of evidence for Darwinian evolution because all the evidence that they presented supposedly supporting it in fact only supports variation or what we call microevolution which doesn't actually change one kind of organism into another kind of organism. It's the belief that one single cell through trillions of mistakes eventually turned into Mozart. When you think about it, it is an absolute and utter absurdity and to make such a grand claim you would have to have overwhelming evidence to be able to, with any justification, pass it off. They do pass it off as being overwhelmingly proven, but it's a great big con job in the same way that COVID-19 is a con job. We see the same thing with 5G. If you oppose 5G, you're a complete lunatic, an idiot, let's call the funny farm to come and take you away. But how many people out there have actually ever heard the arguments against 5G? Well, I can tell you, almost nobody. When the BBC or one of these pseudo-news organisations wants people to hear anything about 5G or even acknowledges that there has been any opposition to 5G, it will be a news report about somebody setting a 5G tower on fire. Oh, look at these bad people, these cooks, these insane lunatics. And that's what they want you to believe. Because it's becoming increasingly clear that the cults who are controlling this world care about nothing more than domination. They are on one huge power trip. When you listen to the Soros's and the Bill Gates of this world. Listen carefully to what they are saying and they are on a power trip. I listened to an interview with Bill Gates a few weeks ago and he was talking about various world leaders as if he was one of them. Yeah, he was putting himself in that category and in a way he is. He really is. Because he's calling the shots with the World Health Organization. He's calling the shots as far as government policies are concerned all around the world. George Soros is having huge uh, influence as well. And you think, well, what is their motivation? What's their motivation? They are destroying the world economy. But they're destroying it in such a way that there are a tiny few people who will still come out with more wealth. At the end of the day, they're just destroying it for everybody else. So it's going to lead to a situation very soon when you've got an obscenely ultra-rich elite controlling essentially a peasant population and a population who are dependent on government handouts. Very interesting that Richard Branson, who supposedly for most of his life has been opposed to government handouts and look at those people on the dole just wanting handouts from the government. He's now campaigning for a universal basic income. And, well, has he suddenly become compassionate? Has he grown a heart? No. Not at all. But he's coming out with this statement, this idea that there's going to be 30%, 40% unemployed in the future and that this is somehow 
inevitable. So their vision of society is that there will be this huge section of society that is completely dependent for their existence on government handouts. And this is part of control. You control people by making them dependent on you and also by dividing them from each other, reference the Black Lives Matter movement, among other things, divide them against each other and deprive them of human affection. And this is a very important part of it. Children are being deprived of human affection. So expect this to escalate. Hugging your kids will become a thing of the past. Stupid is the new normal. That's the reality. Stupid is the new normal. But it's not just stupid. It's actually evil and it's sinister. Young people need affection, need love. But they can't be shown love. They're actually taught to be terrified of human contact. They've already been taught to be terrified of human contact because the media has pushed this idea that almost everybody is a sex predator. This has been a big thing in the media in the last few years. And then on top of that, we've now got the COVID crisis and kids are growing up emotionally detached, terrified of human contact, uh, living in a world which is more and more dependent on artificial reality. Computer games, don't believe all the news reports that you see about, oh, how can we control the time that kids spend on computers? That's what they want. They want them on the computers. They want them living in a virtual reality. Because what this is all leading to, as has been said by a number of people, is the merging of artificial intelligence with the human psyche. And um, Musk and Gates and others are right at the forefront of this drive to make artificial intelligence incredibly important, far more important than it is now. So yes, we are heading to a dystopian society and isn't it incredible how quickly, how quickly it's coming about. If we'd have had a conversation a year ago about how long it would take for the lunatics who were running this world to lead us into a dystopian society, I might have said 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, by this fake pandemic and the fear that they have induced, they have us on the verge, on the brink of the dystopia right now, right now. And I'm a bit depressed about it. I'm hopeful and depressed at the same time. I hope somehow that there is resistance, that people see what's happening or at least that enough people see what's happening to be able to make a significant impact. So if you see at all what is going on, or if you've got 
doubt about the, the official narrative. Do more research. Look into it further. The more you look into it, the more you will realize that we've been had. Or at least a lot of you will realize that we've been had. Some of you won't get it no matter what. Even if it's incredibly obvious right in front of your eyes. And it's becoming more and more obvious. Read news articles. And the news articles time and time again talk about uh, science, science versus the, the nutters. The people who are against vaccines, the nutters against science, when in fact there are well-qualified scientists who are against vaccines, and particularly against the vaccine, the vaccine, which is coming up, the vaccine, which is going to kill many, many people. Uh, in an article in The Guardian, they said, for example, that there's been a recurrence of measles in various places because of anti-vaxxers what they fail to mention is that in fact in those recurrences of measles the measles cases are actually equally spread between people who have had vaccines and people who haven't had vaccines so it doesn't lend any support at all for their viewpoint now i'm not going to get onto the whole vaccinate or not vaccinate issue the more i look into it the more i become an anti-vaxxer but even if you're not an anti-vaxxer at least be an anti-vaxxer as far as this vaccine is concerned because this vaccine that's coming up is going to be compulsory it will be mandatory you will not be able to travel anywhere in the world without it you won't be able to function in society without it and it's not going to do you one scrap of good because COVID-19 may well not be a virus at all and the real agenda as far as this vaccine is concerned is controlling human population having an effect on fertility rates bringing about uh, genetic changes which reduce f fertility and they've as much as said that Bill Gates has actually said it he has actually said it refer to my previous podcast if you think this all sounds far-fetched and ridiculous, fine. But please do some more research. Do some more research. And I'm sure that many of you listening will start to see that there is so much more going on. And it's not good. We're headed for dystopia. Please, please, please consider these things. And let's start a resistance. Okay. Thank you guys for listening.